This hour on the Brian Quick Experience Podcast is brought to you on February 3rd, 2017. Guys, I'm so honored to have you join me in this movement of the Brian Quick Experience Podcast. If you would, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, and I will enter you in for the drawing of the $100 gift card of your choice. I will be announcing the winner of the $100 gift card on episode 3. So subscribe and turn your notifications on so that you will be notified when I post the episodes on iTunes. Thank you. Guys, I'm so honored to have you join me in this journey. I have stumbled through the darkest of the valley. I have climbed upon the highest of the hills All my traveling has brought me to your phone Thank you guys for listening again. This is Brian Quick with the Brian Quick Experience Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for the podcast contest so that you can win the $100 gift card, which I'll be announcing on the third episode of this podcast. Guys, today I'm going to be talking about how to be intentional with your life, how to be intentional with your decisions, and how to be intentional with your actions. But before I start that, I want to give you a little random fun fact about life and about actually something that I don't really find that flattering, cats. But did you know that by simply owning a cat, your risk of a heart attack decreases by 30%. Simply owning a cat, your risk of a heart attack decreases by 30%. How interesting is that? Okay, now let's get to the important stuff. Guys, you can contact me through my website at brianquick.net. That's www.brianquick.net. My Instagram is thebrianquick, and my Snapchat is brian-quick. Guys, John Maxwell says, Growth is the only guarantee that tomorrow is going to get better. Growth is the only guarantee that tomorrow is going to get better. Every single person who is breathing today has a calling. Every single person who is breathing has a purpose. If you're listening to this, you have a purpose. You have a calling. Your calling could be a teacher to educate the upcoming generation. It could be to be a pastor to teach people about who Jesus is and how important he is to each of our lives. It could be a salesman for a company demonstrating leadership and inspiring others. Your calling could be anything, okay? But that something, that calling, that calling should be taken very seriously with love, hard work, and discipline. Now, what is the most important subject within your calling? What is the most important subject within your calling? Where should you begin? And what should you start with? Well, guys, let me give you that answer. It begins with yourself. It begins with you. The most important subject within your calling is yourself. Where should you begin? With yourself. What should you start with? Yourself. Now, I know it sounds selfish, but to be honest, it's the most selfless thing you can do for others. Okay, you cannot help others grow without growing yourself first effectively. You cannot give what you do not have. 
You cannot give what you do not have. What is the word that comes to mind when we claim someone is saying something, but not doing that something? The word that comes to my mind is hypocritical. Guys, you can't live a successful, fulfilled life in your calling and with connections and with friends and family in hypocrisy. So the question I want you to ask yourself is what am I doing to grow myself? Do you have a personal growth plan? If you do not, you need to sit down and attempt to make one. You need to include in your personal growth plan what is important to you. What do you want to achieve? What strengths do you have that can help you achieve other goals? And what do you need to improve and develop with time? So what are you doing to expand yourself? Guys, the secret to any success that I have had is spreading my growth in my life. I have to always be evaluating myself, and so do you. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, it's going to be a little different usually. And you always have to be adjusting and reevaluating yourself. If you're trying to make that sell, those customers are probably going to be a little different than the ones you had before. So you need to be able to evaluate yourself and understand when and why you need to change your approach to that sale. Now, last, what are you doing to mature others? Okay, growth is not automatic. Listen, growth is not automatic. You know, it's so easy to say you really need to improve to somebody. It's so easy to say, man, they really need to improve. It's so easy to say they need to improve. You need to improve. You know, if it, if it does any type of emotional um, damage or high, it's going to be giving you the power in your mind that you have that power. You're allowing your mind to have power to think you have power. Because there's something about saying, you need to improve. Or, man, they, you know, they, they really need to improve. It's so easy to say it. But you know what is hard to say? You know what isn't easy to say? I need to improve. Go ahead and say it. I need to improve. I need to improve. That doesn't come off the tongue as easy, now does it? Anytime we're talking about our improvement, we get a little egotistical. We, we like to think that we don't need improvement, but others do. We like to think that we're always right and others are wrong. Guys, and that is the first step to failure, is being egotistical and thinking everyone else needs to improve around you instead of you improve around them. That is, that is the trait of a leader. The trait of a leader is, I want to improve around others so that I can help others improve themselves. You improve first before they improve. That's the demonstration of a leader. So ask yourself, where can I improve? Where is it that I can improve? That is one of the most important questions you can ask yourself. You cannot develop your people 
unless you're intentional. You cannot develop your people unless you're intentional. So do you have a personal growth plan in your life? If you're going to grow, you must be intentional. Don't ever assume you will grow automatically. Don't ever assume you will grow automatically. In fact, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, don't assume anything. Anytime that I personally assume something, I'm usually wrong or it's not going to happen or whatever my assumption was is wrong. Do not assume together. Don't ever assume you will grow automatically. Life is not like an automatic vehicle. The automatic vehicles out here will change gears and even to the correct gear if it's running correctly. By itself, you, you just have to worry about not wrecking and getting into an accident with the other person next to you. But you just drive. The car does itself. Unfortunately, guys, that's not the way life works. That's not the way being a leader works. You have to be intentional with your life. Our life is like driving a stick shift, a manual car. Okay, when you drive a manual car, you have to press the clutch. Guys, we need to be pressing the clutch in our life. Every time you press the clutch, you have to make sure you change it to the correct gear. So every single time we have to make a decision, we need to push the clutch and make sure we're making that right decision. Making sure we're growing correctly in the right areas. We're in the right area. What is your calling? Your calling is the vehicle. But you have to be able to, the life within it is, is driving it. Guys, if you show me a person who assumes I will show you a person who is daily disappointed. You show me a person who assumes and I will show you a person who is daily disappointed. Sometimes the first thing that we have to admit is I don't know how to grow. And guys, honestly, most of the time, the people who are always accusing other people that they need to grow are accusing everyone else that they need, they need to grow because they don't know how to grow themselves. They don't know how to start. Guys, and it's not easy. I'm not saying it's an easy thing. Growing and self-growth is not easy. It's different for everybody, but it has to happen. The value of what you do for other people is not so much what you give them as much as it is what challenges them to get started. Guys, you're sitting here, hopefully, or driving, or, or whatever you're listening to this podcast at, whatever you're doing, if you're listening to this, guys, you are making an intentional growth decision. Congratulations. You have started. Okay, pick up a book in your field. Okay, maybe take a few classes if you need to at a college near you. Like, I love going to the gym. It's one of my favorite things to do now. I love doing it. I don't like the weekends because I don't go to the gym. Excuse me, I do love the weekends, excuse me. But I, I like going to the gym Monday through Friday. On the weekends, I don't go to the gym. I used to hate going to the gym. I used to just, oh man, I hated it. It was it was brutal. It was painful. I hated sweating. I hated getting nasty. I hated I hated going to the locker rooms and and you know it's just for me it's filthy. You know it's gross. Who knows what you know what guy didn't wash his clothes before? They've been in his back for weeks and it's just you know you put your clothes in the same locker as another person. It's it's gross. I used to hate it, but now it's it's for me it's an everyday thing. I got real serious about my health and my body. 
And for some reason, I, I look at myself in the mirror. Jennifer makes fun of me because I look at myself in the mirror all the time and, and try to see my progress. She thinks it's slightly vain, but I'm just trying to see my progress. You see, I'm being intentional about what I want to grow, where I want to grow it. And I want to see the progress. I want to see it because that progress is encouraging. That progress for me is seeing that I am seeing growth. But it's taking a long time. My arms did not grow an inch. They didn't even grow, they didn't even grow a tenth of an inch. They're the same size as they were a month ago. But I've done bicep workouts every week. Does that mean I should give up? No, it means it's a process. It's slow. It's, it's growth. Anything slow with growth is going to be amazing in their end because you have to work hard for it. And another thing for me, why I like going to the gym, is because it's spiritual for me. And I get to turn on the music in my headphones, and I get to listen to music that I get to worship the God to. I really like listening to some nice Christian hip-hop and some Christian rock, some metal. I'm, I'm into that kind of stuff. It gets me jacked. And while I get to lift and take care of my body, I get to worship God in that hour that I'm there. For me, that's growth. For me, that's investment. I'm being intentional. Guys, getting started is the hardest part. And I'm not going to lie. If you don't start, you will regret it. If you do not start, you will regret it. But if you start, I promise you, you won't. Investing in your personal growth will prepare you for things in life. Investing in yourself spiritually will help you not only build a relationship with Jesus, but when you're tested, you will have that spiritual maturity and wisdom to pass the test that you're going on every single day. People are going to be testing you every day. Life waking outside and walking out in those doors is a test. People are going to be testing you every day as a Christian. Investing in yourself prepares you emotionally. When you're feeling down, if you're prepared for that down, I got, I got my wife as my, back, as my background on my phone. I got my son as the wallpaper when I open my phone. Those two are the reasons why I do what I get to do. So when I'm feeling discouraged or if I'm feeling like I just like I'm, I'm down right now, you know, I'm just can't, I can't seem to get this. I'm nervous. I'm scared. You know, I have fear. It's okay. We all go through it. I just look at that and I say, you know what? I have a, this is my reason. I get to come home to this. I get to come home to that beautiful smoking hot wife. I get to come home to that beautiful baby boy. That's encouraging. I prepared myself for emotional satisfaction when I'm down. Guys, you don't go into an opportunity. You grow into an opportunity. You have to be prepared and be intentional. When you're intentional and you're growing, you're growing into that opportunity. You don't go into an opportunity. You grow into an opportunity. In the movie, Evan Almighty, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when Steve Carell's wife and children, they leave the house because they think that um, the New York Noah is crazy and everyone's judging him and everyone thinks that, you know, he spoke to God, so oh my word, like he's, he's crazy. So they leave and they go, and they're at this restaurant and the kids go to the bathroom and the mom's sitting there by herself and the waiter who is played by Morgan Freeman, who is God at the time, begins to talk to her about the situation. And I'm actually going to just play the scene so that we can hear what he says in here about opportunity. Guys, it's, one of, it's a great example of opportunity. 
Here you go. Oh, excuse me, can I get a refill, please? Coming right up. Excuse me. Are you on me? Yeah. No. It's a long story. Well, I like stories. I'm considered a bit of a storyteller myself. My husband? The end of New York's Noah? <laughs> the guy who's building the ark. That's him. I love that story. No one's the ark. You know, a lot of people miss the point of that story. They think it's about God's wrath and anger. They love it when God gets angry. What is the story about then, the ark? Well, I think it's a love story about believing in each other. You know, the animals showed up in pairs. They stood by each other, side by side, just like Noah and his family. Everybody entered the ark side by side. But my husband says God told him to do it. What do you do with that? Sounds like an opportunity. Let me ask you something. If someone prays for patience, you think God gives them patience? Or does he give them the opportunity to be patient? If they prayed for courage, does God give them courage? Or does he give them opportunities to be courageous? If someone prayed for the family to be closer, do you think God zaps them with warm, fuzzy feelings? Or does he give them opportunities to love each other? Isn't that amazing? We have to grow to be able to accept the opportunities. When we ask for peace or patience, God gives us patience or does he give us opportunity for patience? You see, we have to be intentional in life about making that decision to accept the challenge and the opportunity to be patient or whatever that example is in your life. Again, you don't go into an opportunity, you grow into an opportunity. Constant growth is the preparation for opportunity. Constant growth is the preparation for opportunity. Everything in life that you're ever going to want, everything in life that you're ever going to want is based on your ability to evaluate yourself and the areas that you need to grow. Guys, don't be afraid of the challenge. If it's not challenging, then it's not worth it. You hear me? If it's not challenging, it's not worth it. It takes energy and discipline to climb a mountain. But the fruit of everything good in life begins with a challenge. And everything at the top of the mountain is worthwhile. So now, I want to challenge you to grow this week. I want you to make a commitment to intentionally grow and then make that commitment public. And you say, why make it public? Why make it public? A commitment that is not public is worthless. You know why? Because a shared commitment becomes a strong commitment. When you make that commitment public, it now holds you accountable. The commitment itself is holding you accountable. Now once you make that public, you need to identify the areas that you want to grow personally. Because I would recommend choosing an area of choice and then an area of skill because they both coincide with each other. 
Once you find those areas, try to invest in those areas 30 minutes to an hour a day. 30 minutes to an hour a day. Guys, write down, jot down what happens. Reflect. I like to live by the by this principle that I, I like to, that I've made, I've created. It's prepare, practice, reflect, repeat. Prepare, practice, reflect, repeat. Prepare, practice, reflect, and repeat. What it, find the find the areas you need to grow. Do your homework. Get the book. Do whatever you need to do. Prepare. And then once you're ready, practice it. Do it. Make it an action. Be intentional. And then once you're intentional, once you've done that, reflect on it. What happened? What did you feel? What did you see? Reflect on it. And then guess what? Repeat it. Guys, this is an everyday cycle. This is an everyday cycle. This is an ever-living thing. And then write it down. You have to reflect on what you've learned. And then once you've done that, share it again. Make it public. Make it stronger. Now, one important side note. Don't ever spend time with people who aren't thrilled with your progress. They will just drag you down. They will drag you behind. And every time you get dragged down, every time you become a little bit more behind, it's a little bit harder to get forward. It's a little bit harder to get ahead. If it's family, if it's someone you dearly love, talk to them. Talk to them and tell them how you feel. Approach them about it. But if they don't support you after you tell them, you need to separate yourself from them. Because guys, here's, here's how important this is. If you become intentional with your growth, you'll outgrow almost everyone you know. If you become intentional with your growth, you'll outgrow almost everyone you know. Not many people invest in themselves spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially. Not many people are intentional with their emotions, with their spirituality, with their finances. They just think it's automatic. They think their car is an automatic. They think their life is an automatic. So if you grow and intentionally, you'll outgrow almost everyone you know. That puts this hour of the Brian Quick experience in the books. I want to thank everyone who is listening and who has subscribed. And most importantly, I want to thank God for allowing this opportunity to have this outlet for everyone and myself. I am Brian Quick, and I want to end this with some encouraging scripture. In Ephesians 3.20 and 21, it says, Now, to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Guys, I look forward to hearing from you. Send me an email. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Connect with me. Connect, connect, connect. I want to connect with you guys. Have a great day. Be blessed.